Jonathan, what are you doing? You know, sweetie, now that I'm a retired chief one officer after 24 years, I can start using medical marijuana instead of all these damn medications. And what's awesome is that smoking weed makes me think and want to talk about a whole bunch of shit. You have a lot to say. So, what are you going to talk about? <laughs> well, hello, good day, and welcome back to Joe Make Talking. I'm your host, Jonathan Boone. I hope all is well with you and your families. I wanted to give a shout out to a few folks out there listening to Joe Make, what Joe is talking about. United XP at unitedxp.org. That's Uniform Kilo, November, India, Golf, Hotel, Tango, Echo, Delta, X-Ray, Papa.org. Bud Hut of Lawton, Oklahoma. And of course, my NFL team, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Congratulations. Good luck in Super Bowl, fellas. Today, I wanted to share another story from my time in the military. Because I don't want to get sued <laughs> or incriminate folks. I've changed names in certain places to not expose those folks because, you know, people change. However, history is already completed. So those things that are in the past are things that are in the past. Today's tale will be entitled or titled The Honest Man. Early in my career as a soldier, I had the opportunity to encounter some of the best and brightest people pulled from our melting pot. Some of these people was hardworking came from decent upbringings and had a good moral compass. And then there were those who had an issue with the honest man syndrome. The, oh my God, I just want to be so honest about everything. <laughs> in the late nineties, we in the military would do these things. I don't know if they do them anymore, but where we would go to the barracks and inspect them. I think we call them like bears inspections or something like that. I don't think they, I don't think those are done anymore, but if they are, I guess, uh, keep doing them. Some of you out there can probably even remember a horrible event that transpired during one of your many bears inspections if you had to encounter or do those inspections. As a young leader, the older and more seasoned leaders always wanted to train you with a, but did you die? Or what doesn't kill you makes you stronger philosophy. Short story long, I was put in charge of this specific inspection of the barracks. Unfortunately, most of the soldiers that resided in these barracks had either been in trouble for having unsolicited minors in the barracks, drinking underage, using illegal drugs in the barracks, or one of many other landmines that soldiers somehow can find to screw up or ruin their career. On this day, there were supposed to be there were supposed drugs, I guess, in the barracks. And the first sergeant and commander wanted to do a surprise surprise inspection. It was interesting too because it wasn't at the normal times. And the normal times were like in the morning before physical training or right after physical training. <laughs> oh no. We were special. They wanted to conduct an inspection right after lunch. And if we couldn't get everybody, they were going to do it after duty as well. So as I'm going up the stairs to begin my inspections of the barracks, some soldiers are coming down the stairs and they stop. They look at me while I'm looking at them, look at me and ask me, 
hey boss are y'all getting ready to do a room inspection i was like yep wait who is y'all what y'all y'all couldn't come up with anything other than all right so now i'm irritated and i began to start raising my voice because you know that's what we do in the military we raise our voices <laughs> i'm like yes we're about to do a room inspection i go stand by your room and don't go in so now most of the soldiers that were not next to their room or in the barracks have not been told to report to their respective rooms and stand by i'm going through the rooms and one by one i found some of the most outlandish things like swords chainsaws dogs even families living in the barracks and you guessed it of course illegal narcotics and drugs so we find the drugs and we report to the first sergeant and say hey first sergeant we found some drugs so now the first sergeant is in outrageous mode <laughs> and he like all of us uh, has now clearly cleared his epiglottis he's kicking folks out of the barracks left and right he's throwing things right and left and as fast as someone could pick up something he was throwing it somewhere it was literally organized chaos we get to the room where the drugs were found and located and wouldn't you know it wouldn't you know it the drugs these drugs somehow found their way in that room and not anyone in that room was responsible for these drugs the soldiers in this room looked at me dead in my eye as i asked them hey are these are these guys uh hey guys are these your drugs nope it's not mine the other one was like nope it's not mine the other one was like nope <laughs> it's not mine and I looked at them smiling a little bit and was like, you know what? I believe you guys. I believe you honest men would in no way jeopardize your future in the armed forces by bringing illegal narcotics into a first sergeant's barracks. Especially knowing that first sergeant loves conducting inspections. There's no way in the world all this cocaine, <laughs> all this marijuana, and all this milk could belong to anyone in this room. I believe you. Now, other people aren't going to believe you. So what I need help with is identifying who this paraphernalia could actually belong to. Now, are you honest men willing to help me get to the bottom of this? <laughs> they looked at me in amazement like, I know damn well he's not buying this shit bootleg. Nevertheless, they went along with it until, <laughs> wait for it. <laughs> until we got to the commander's office. He was not as compliant with the disposition I tried to put these fellas in. He, of course, smashed the heck out of them and kicked them all out of the army. Now, as a leader who found all these narcotics in the barracks, I was assigned as their transition leader, which also meant I'll be the last person in uniform that they would ever come converse with while they were in uniform. So we're transitioning out of the military, getting ready to chapter them out of the military, and a few months have passed. And now it's time, like back in the old days, were to drop them off at the front gate and take their ID card. I don't know really what they do nowadays, but so I went to, to the front gate, and as they got out of my car, they looked at me and said, Hey boss, were you really serious about trying to help us find those folks that planted those drugs? Planted? Bunny ears, those drugs in our room. 
I was like, absolutely I was. Oh yeah. And I wanted to thank y'all for helping me find them. Now, take y'all honest man asses out of my car and into the civilian sector. Oh yeah. And fellas, please, <laughs> have a nice life. Oh man. You know, sometimes for a few seconds out of my life, I wonder whatever happened to those soldiers. And really many soldiers that, you know, like that, that I encounter over the years. But like me and the and even the song, really, you know, the song says the army goes rolling along, and it does, and it did, with or without them, with or without me, and, you know, with or without you. <laughs> What's fun that it keeps going along as well, just keeps on rolling. All these stories that I have, I got so many of them. So, so, so many of them. Ah. But anyways... Thank you for taking time out of your busy day to listen to what I'm talking about. For those of you who have not subscribed uh, to Jonate Talking, please subscribe. Tell your family to subscribe. Tell your friends to subscribe. Shoot, even tell your foes uh, to subscribe. And let them know that, you know, Jonate is over here talking about things you might want to hear. Um, until next time, y'all be safe. Find a nice way just to be nicer. And love each other as Jesus loves us. And like always, go smoke something. Y'all be easy. Love y'all.